the fourth episode of Chaz and Connor in the morning. Four weeks we've been doing Very quickly this. to, to inter, inter, interrupt you, I like how every week when you introduce, the numbers just get more and more enthusiastic. So you got last week, <laughs> third episode. <laughs> this week we have fourth episode. Next week we're going to have, it's the fifth episode. God, rip any headphone listeners out there. And then, God help for, for sex. God help sex. Oh, my God. It's just going to be just wall. pure bass. Anyway, yes, back on track. Pure bass. <laughs> it's going to be Megan Trainer up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The joke being all about that bass. As I was trying to say. Damn, man, we've almost, we've almost done a full month. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Uh, yes, we have almost done a far month. Full, far month, full month, full, full month. I'm, I'm sleep deprived. I can't English properly. <laughs> for, I'm going with for, it. Four episodes in, and the quality is just deteriorating at a yeah. rapid pace. Now, basically, this week in Chaz and Connor is going to be ever so slightly different, in the sense of basically, I've had a week off work this week, and I thought because I've applied to go to university to do acting some prepping for auditions and stuff like that, and I thought I'd catch up on the sleep and get all the stuff done. However, mm-hmm. that hasn't been the case, and I'm, no. I'm very I'm very sleep-deprived. So some words may just sound like other words, and we're just going to have to roll with it. <laughs> well. Content. <laughs> yes, content. There we are. Content. Well, I mean, this isn't. This has got to be up there with one of the worst starts to one of our uh, episodes ever. But I'm this loving is, it. This has been, this has been my favourite. What you want about? <laughs> Can I just how's ask your week you a question? Been? There we go. Um, how's my week been? My week's been very good, actually. Yeah, um, bit of a quiet one, but no, it's been nice. Um, just sort of milling about and spending time, just chilling. Um, absolutely char anything... grilling yeah yeah definitely has anything major happened not really but nothing big has to happen for it to be a, a good week it's just a nice week nice fair enough how about yourself connor i'm intrigued my week how your week has been has been stupendous my friend because my as you know as soon as soon as as soon as i got it i showed it here my i now own a replica Spider-Man Far From Home costume. And I've literally just been non-stop fighting crime around my gaff. <laughs> Great. You can see Connor spends his money well. Yes. In, <laughs> in my def- in my defence, I'm raising money for charity and I do like birthday parties <laughs> and stuff like that. So I will make it back. When I'll make it back, I don't know. But either way, I now have a Far From Home suit, which statistically means I'm a little bit cooler than I was last week. Right, right, okay, yeah. So what does that say it's to cool. people who don't have a Spider-Man outfit? Well, then you're pretty cool as well, but, like, I'm <laughs> on, like, a slight... Just ever so slightly higher level. That isn't because of the Spider-Man costume, though. That's just because I'm me. <laughs> If, if you remember from episode two, my god complex has stayed. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I love it. I, I love like it. I like next week, I'm going to accidentally start a cult or something like that. It's going to be. I love it. I like you, you're acting as if your god complex only happened around episode two, as if you didn't have a massive god complex anyway. 
we're both aware that I'm the most self-conscious person <laughs> that I know. We know there was zero God complex. Yeah, but you're the most ex- uh, extrovert introvert ever. Extroverted introvert. I like that. Yeah. Like, you are very self-conscious, but the biggest gob I've ever met. <laughs> we both know that... Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're, you're, completely, you're completely right. Speaking of um, giant gobs. gob on legs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a certain um, loud mouthed human had a birthday this week. <gasps> Who was that? Um, in specific, it was three days ago, actually, on the 26th of January. Um, that almighty gob. <laughs> <laughs> was the one and only Big Tone. Big Tony! Big Tony! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, it well, was I even said dad's. happy birthday to him. How could I forget? Oh, bless. Yeah. I said it happy was... birthday, fella, and I sent him nothing. Oh. Because I don't know him that well. Otherwise, well, Tony, <laughs> next t- next year, next year I'll give you a crisp high five. <laughs> and maybe a beer. There we are. Well, consider this... Your early birthday present of me and Connor. Uh. <laughs> Wait, do you do you remember ages ago? I think you 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 and your dad were out, and it was like late at night. I was in bed, and I transferred you guys some money. I'm like, go on, have a bear on me. I know, yeah. You just shot us like fifteen quid or something. You're like, get your dad and you a bear. I was like, what? I haven't got any money. He was like, check you your go. account. Yes, but I didn't get any of you a birthday present this year. So that was your birthday present. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> and the award for best friend of the year goes to Connor. Come on a stick. Why? Come on a stick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to give him a little shout out there. Um, and also, speaking of family birthdays, it's also my Auntie Katie's birthday today as well. What's going on, man? Go on, Auntie Katie. Um, I don't think it's anybody in my in my family's birthday this week. Yeah, um, around this time of year is just painful for anyone in my family's bank account or wallet. Yeah. Um, because it's Christmas and then it's like my brother's and my nan's birthday and then it's my birthday and then it's me um, <coughs> granddad's birthday um, and then it's my dad's birthday. Answers, but it's just chaos. Nice. Yeah, no, I understand the, the feeling about crazy birthdays at this time. It's like, it's Christmas, and then literally, me and my twin is New Year's Day. Yeah. So fortunately enough, now we're, we're now 22, and I actually appreciate being gifted, like, socks or a jumper. <laughs> uh, but I'm working full-time, so if I want a random toy that I don't need, I can get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to wait for like birthdays and Christmas for that. But I must I must admit, um I got a very very strange but a fascinating present off my dad. I got a um like a, a metal tong drum. I don't know if uh, the people listening at home. It's like a, it's like an upside down dish and it sounds very like Chinese orientally. Yeah, it sounds like it Minecraft is very music. Cool. It's sick. It's very cool. Have you not I, um, got it there to give us a little bong? Oh, give me a sec. What have I done with it now? Go on, give it, j- just give it a bash. 
Oh, wait. I can go. Oh. 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 There we go. I feel like... Have you ever seen the, the film version of Grease? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Welcome to Rydell High School. <laughs> <laughs> so to all you amazing um, headphone listeners out there. <laughs> Picture yourself in a babbling brook. Oh! You find yourself sat at home, possibly on a couch, possibly on a bed, possibly on a kitchen counter. You see and hear a river go past and the sweet, soothing sounds of two Northern boys. What was unavailable. that? A knock at the door. Wait, 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 wait. What? Ask, ask that again. Ask that again. What? Go on, carry on. What was that? A knock at the door. Well, go on. Go on, let him in. Oh, going to open the. That was my. <laughs> that was me opening a door. <laughs> uh, door. Doors open. What, what do we? What do we see, Charlie? Gorbachev, way! <laughs> Who? Go, Gorbachev. Go, is it Gorbachev? Gorbachev. Gorbachev. <laughs> uh, he's he's the oh. former president of the Soviet Union. <laughs> And he, he gives and he gives you a phone and he's like hello. <laughs> in I'm not gonna do it in a in a yeah uh, uh, an accent, but he's like Slavic. <laughs> put these headphones in, and you put them in, and it's just a millionaire. Is, they see me rolling. They hate. And then you like <laughs> and then you're like oh I need I need to skip this rubbish and you just hear Charlie going episode sixty seven. <laughs> We're going to need speakers like Back to the Future for the next episode because I'm just going to have to say it that loud. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> so far, so good. What have we got in store for this week, Charlie? Well, 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 Connor. I mean, we've just got the recipe down, haven't we, man? Each episode works, so we're not mixing it up too much. But we will have another instalment from our very... Very trustworthy news source over in the Chas and Connor World News. Um, obviously, our two amazing newscasters will be hosting that for us. Oh, yes, they will indeed. Yes, they will um, indeed. And again, another week of where I'm going to try and take that Smarticus crown off you. <laughs> um, but, but I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just so smart. That's yeah, it. well. So yeah. Smarticus. <laughs> so smart, <laughs> so smart, Chris. Um, and we also have the amazing, amazing Ollie the Chuck joining us. We do indeed, I'm very excited about that. But we've um, also had a <laughs> competition this week. We have indeed. But we'll talk more about that at the interview. But just know, more on that, that Charlie's going to lose. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, well, we'll see, won't we? We'll see, won't we? We also have another episode of everyone's favourite little bit, 
Really? I didn't Did sound I like goofy oh. this week, but... <laughs> no, you said what's world news. You said world oh, news. Oh, I thought really. really gets covered in really. Oh, no, it's its own bit. It's that <laughs> good. We've got um, a, a little, a little, little segment known only as El Babzo's Babalingo Cornero. If you, if you're, um, if you're from uh, Spain, <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't Spanish. Um, Babs is babbling corner. Charlie is lovely nam. But to start, yes. Charlie, I want to take you to a uh, a little tavern in um, that place in Turkey. We said Hisaranu. <laughs> that one. You open the door, and you see the barman. Is still petrified from last time. Oh like yeah, he stood still like that bit in Harry Potter because of my cat, amazing catwalk last week. So he's oh, yeah, unable, yeah. To, been unable to move for a week. Um, so it's just me, right? Dressed up as Spider Man, pouring pints. Um, and you pull you pull up a chair. I give you a um. A, I say, what what snacks do you want? I'm like, we've got pork scratchings or many cheddars or that's it. No grapes. Um, yeah. Well, no, because because it's you name me one pub, Charlie, that you've seen that has grapes on offer as a snack. Exactly, because they're not that good. You know what? You're causing, <laughs> you're causing beef in my tavern. You can leave. But yes, <laughs> uh, intro aside, this is this is Connor's beer corner. Every week, I I get. And drink and review a different beer. And yeah, what have I done with it now? This is <laughs> this this podcast is just a shambles this week. There we go, it's over here. Um so this week I've I've gone I've gone for a, a classic. I've gone for um Brewdog's Lost Lager. It's 21st century Pilsner. Now this is a lager I've been looking for for ages, but no shop sells it. And I've got it from my trusty Do you know Malt why? Disley. Because it's lost lager. Because it's the lost lager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna no, not gonna fuck about this week. I'm gonna just, there we go. Tap it, crack it open. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, and that's that's just fizzed everywhere. We love that. Somebody's <laughs> excited. Was it me or the beer? I'll give you a clue. It's both. This is very, yeah, this is very foamy. Them Terry's are trying to get froggy. <laughs> it's... You know what? It's good. It's a brew dog. Can't go wrong with a brew dog. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Out, of, seven out of ten playing cards. El Clasico. Brew dog. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, there is safe brew ground, dog, aren't Brew dog, if you want to sponsor us... Um. We're two of the most charismatic people you'll ever meet. <laughs> Charlie can write a song that'll both make you fall in love with them and break your heart. I can scam people with cards. We're a perfect um, team. And we drink We're enough beer team. to... I think we drink enough punk IPA as a collective <laughs> to fill a small <laughs> pool. Yes, indeed. So go so on, yes, please. Sponsor us. <laughs> please. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, short and sweet this time. I'm trying to fix the uh, the barman. Oh, but for an entrance, because I always have to, oh, oh, an exit, sorry, I always have to do an exit because last week we had a catwalk, but this week I'm dressed up as Spider-Man. Okay. Somebody, uh, some, red-headed, some red-headed girl walks in. It's not MJ because copyright. Um, 
w walks in. And she's like, oh my god, um, there's a man who's dressed like a, an octopus, and he's holding someone's cat off a bridge. Oh and no, I'm that's like, just Dan Alvin. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. But I'm like, I need to go and say happy birthday in person. So I put on my Spider-Man mask. I parkour, jump over the bar, do like a backflip, 720 and a half. Run out the door, go to the door, push it, not realizing it's a pull. Embarrass myself in front of everybody. I open it, hang my head in shame, and leave. Oh. And that's been Connor's Bear Corner this week. Nice. I do I do like coming down to Connor's Bear I Corner. Like I do have one inquiry, though. Go on. Um, is there any chance that we could play a gig there? Yeah, you know I mean, it's like it's a uh, venue that we could surely play at. I mean, it's, 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 it's a pub that's in my head, Charlie. We've played several gigs there already. Oh, right, right. Just, but one, just... one beer that I... Uh, I am trying to get hold of for a for a future beer episode. We mentioned that we have uh, Ollie Dunn on as our as our guest. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Ollie Dunn is a he's a good friend of mine. He's a chocolatier, and he's his family a chocolatier. Like his dad's a chocolatier, and his dad has actually teamed up with Marks and Spencers, and they've got their very own chocolate porter. No way. So I tried to get hold of one for today, but I can't find it anywhere. Uh. Um, so I'm going to try and get hold of one of them for the beer corner. And like I say, again, anybody who's got any beer recommendations, hit me up because I'm, I'm always up for trying new stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think actually, I don't even know if we've discussed the the musical, uh, well, other than in the interview last time, but I don't think that's something we've really talked about yet, has it? Our, our band. Oh, yeah, we're in a band. Yeah, it's as simple as that. But God, don't big us up too it. much. I think it slipped in conversation, the fact yeah. that we've been in a band, at least once every episode. But yeah, yeah. we're in a band. It's called um, Coney Island Preachers. It's um, good. Good, yep. Good, yep. yeah. Got some Definitely good originals good. written by written by Charlie, some cracking originals coming up. Uh, just can't wait to get, get cracking on once we can meet up after the apocalypse. Yeah, I'd, I'm just missing it so much. Like, mm. um, I was going through my Instagram before, um, and a couple of pictures came up from when we were practicing, and I just miss it so much. It'd be so nice just to get back at it and just jamming yeah, I can't again. Wait and until just getting, uh, getting ourselves ready for first proper gig, you know? Yeah, that isn't in my head, in a yeah. in a little pub in Turkey. <laughs> Jesus! But, but that swiftly brings us over to Chaz and Connor World News. Welcome to Chaz and Connor World News. I'm not Chaz, and, and I'm not always, Connor. It's not Connor. <laughs> Today we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get your your brains clued up with some knowledge that's been going on in the world this week, Charlie. I'll let you lead this. Yes. Terror strikes the Wall Street markets as many um, Reddit users buy stock in GameStop, making it go from single figures up into triple figures, leaving Wall Street in a shambles. <laughs> See, I, I saw something about that from like, the corner of my eye while I was scrolling through Facebook the other day. So what, what's that? What's happening? Um, so basically... A bunch of Reddit users have 
come together and basically just started buying loads of stock in GameStop. Um, okay. Which is like the American equivalent (laughs) of game or something like that. Um, And basically, they've just, because they've all like bought it and sold it dead quick, I can't remember what it's called. It's like flash buying or something. But basically, what the process is, is you buy stock and then you sell it straight away. Um, And it's just meant to make a bit of a profit. Scalping. Scalping. No, no, that's like buying PlayStations and sell them for a ridiculous amount. Stock, like shares right, in a okay. company. Ah, uh, okay, got you now. Like, yeah, like trading stock and stuff. You know, like Wall Street. Yes, yes, fab. Um, and yeah, it's just everyone's like gone mad about it, and Wall Street are like panicking about it. Um. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 a strange one interesting news story because it's the first news story that's featured on Chaz and Connor in the morning that isn't to do with Trump oh my god yeah we're actually Amazing. getting somewhere as news broadcasters <laughs> doing good at this um, that is probably the main thing that's sort of been going on I mean obviously there's coronavirus but we don't need to update you on that what's new <laughs> Um nothing else really major. I mean, Frank Lampard got fired from Chelsea, which made me giggle a bit. No way. Yeah. Um, I think he's just been doing too poor, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. He's still a better footballer than me, though, so I can't, I can't really <laughs> slag him off. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind I his remember money. Play, play, playing football in PE at school, I was the goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was that good. I was the coach watcher. See, I, nah, I was that I, kid who messed around too that. much, so I was in low-set PE, so I was playing football with all the people who weren't so athletically inclined, and I'd just be, like, screaming and, like, stressing out because I just wanted to play with, like, like people who could, not in a side way, like, but play football. Confirmed this week, Charlie is a snake. <laughs> <laughs> to to lower-set PE students. <laughs> No, I loved being in lower set because it didn't mean I, I it meant I didn't actually have to do anything anyway. But don't let that be a lesson to you, kids. Stay be better. School, love thy neighbour. Um, get stuck in, even if you're in lower set. It's okay. You can do it. In the future, you may end up on a podcast chatting absolute grease for an hour. <laughs> and like three people listen. <laughs> Yes, so strive to be better. <laughs> God. Um, and this, is, this has been our brings, TED Talk. Thank you for listening. This has been our TED Talk and Chaz and Connor World News. Thank you. <laughs> I nearly said thank you, Birmingham, then. I don't know why. It just, it was just my natural instinct to be like, thank you, Birmingham. Um, I think that brings us swiftly on to a... Really? Yes, um, really is our weekly news show where we find the weirdest stories of the week and throw them at each other like a really weird game of dodgeball. <laughs> yep, this time I actually get stuck in though as opposed to sitting on the side crying. <laughs> Connor, what are you rustling there? I found... This is just gonna... This isn't gonna help with the uh, the... Um... I think so- somebody made a comment on last week's 
I don't remember who it was. I'll, I'll out them next week if I can find out. My friend messaged me and was like, after listening to last week's podcast, I could just hear a pen clicking in the background. You can tell you've got ADHD. I found <laughs> some bubble wrap. <laughs> what? Jesus. It's, it's, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, Throw it it's away. Down. It's, <laughs> it's down. It put it down. Do you want to go first, Charlie, or should I? You go first because you sound like you need to keep yourself occupied. <laughs> okay, Charlie. Music on. Haggis launched to the edge of space in celebration of Burns Night. Amazing. This is to boldly go where no Scott has gone before. Like. Speed me up, Scott. Oh. Scotchy. Oh no. Ah, oh, there we go. So Scott celebrate Burns Night on the 25th of January in celebration of the life and works of national poet Robert Burns. In honor of Burns Night, a packet of haggis has been launched to the edge of space for the first time. Scottish butcher Simon Howie worked with space education and research firm Stratonauts to launch the 454 gram haggis in Perth and Kinross this month. The haggis was attached to a weather balloon and soared more than 20 miles or 107,293 feet above the Earth, equivalent of nearly four times the height of Everest. After taking off from Simon Harry headquarters in Dunning, it travelled over Stirling, Falkirk, Edinburgh and the Pentland Hills before landing safely in Lauda in the borders. What, first off, I love haggis to pieces. I didn't get any haggis on Burns Night this this year. I was heartbroken. Yeah. No wonder I didn't get any, because it was all in the... Because they're all launching it into fucking space. That's why I can't get hold of some haggis, because some guy is like, you know what? I really want to try and attach this haggis to a balloon, <laughs> send it up in the sky, so that... <laughs> So, so that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Jesus, who are up in the in the heavens above, can have some haggis. Do you know what though? That's it's like that is the that is the epitome of like the uh, the Scottish space program. That's where all their space program money goes on. <laughs> That's where the, the, the it's like a, we have the potential to build um a, a massive a massive rocket that could fit. Multiple people in that we could travel to space. What do you think, Frankie? Light speed. Haggis. No, I want to send some haggis up. <laughs> <laughs> this sheep. Hey, this this um this um meat sheep intestine malarkey. I don't actually know what it is, but it just tastes good. This 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 thing called haggis is cool. But do you know what? It'd be cooler. Haggis in space. Yes. Meow. Meow. Um. <laughs> Did they get it back? No. Uh, let me have a. Um, yeah, it landed safe safely in louder in the borders. It just oh yeah, you did say it was yeah. Because it was a it was a balloon. I think uh, by some point, I think the balloon just burst or something like that. <laughs> Not very good balloon, then, is it? <laughs> He, uh, Mr. Howie said his company had worked hard to increase production in the run-up to Christmas, and now Burns Night, which Scott celebrated on the 25th of January, marks the life of Robert Burns. With lockdown still in force, 
Mr. Howie said he hoped the unusual stunt gives everyone some much needed cheer. I'm Mr. Howie. It's I'm Haggis getting sent to space. I'm not, not. I'm not cheering. <laughs> I, I'm vexed because I didn't get any Haggis because you were attaching it <laughs> to a balloon and sending it to Venus. You know what, Mr. Howie? I'm not happy. I'm it's not Haggis. I'm what are they doing? Rushing tonight because of you. I hope you're happy. Rushing over like. The Christmas period to launch Haggis into space. Oh Spend some time with I'm your family. Trying, it's um, the Scottish delicacy was flying for two hours thirty-seven minutes and covered a distance of fifty-two miles. It has now been safely transported back to the company HQ, where it will be preserved for years to come as the first Haggis in space. Oh my God! It's Haggis, man. <laughs> it's gonna be preserved, Charlie. Preserved. Oh God. I think oh. we should make it our personal mission. If we get, to steal get 50,000 streams, if we get 50,000 streams, we'll go to, we'll attempt to steal the prize. Hunt. Yes, yes. Or at least get a visit to it. We'll reach it. out to him. I'm going to eat it while I'm crying. Because <laughs> I've tied you to a weather you balloon know? and you go into space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not with my head after episode two, it'll weigh me down. Right, I'm, I'm... I, I wasn't expecting to get... You can tell my, my Scottish side's coming out, so my family are from... Half my family are from Fife. Um, you can tell my uh, patriotic side is coming out because I'm fuming at this. It's such a waste of haggis. Just, <laughs> you're going to have to continue with your really, Charlie, before I, before I scream. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <clears throat> this week, I was so happy to find this. This is the content that I want. Restaurant hosted swingers party with guests having sex on tables during COVID. <laughs> Your silence says it I all. Mean, um, I don't really know what to... <laughs> a restaurant in Brazil what is accused of... A restaurant in Brazil is accused of hosting a sex party amid the coronavirus pandemic. Staff allegedly had sex on the tables where customers had earlier eaten. A Brazilian Twitter account posted pictures claiming the event took place at Izakaya Hyotan on Saturday. The restaurant's Instagram page posted two cryptic, re two cryptic responses which did not deny the claims. Its owner, Keiji, wrote that he had woken up to a media storm about the claims and insisted the pictures were not taken recently. He wrote, and this is translated from Portuguese, Come on, those who know me, I like a mess and sometimes I overdo it. Who doesn't? First, it is important to clarify that this bar is much cleaner than a lot of dirty mouth you wrote here. <laughs> and and to deny the claims even further... <laughs> he says, and the picture is not current. I was even thinner then. <laughs> what, a, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a man. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah. First off, fucking stupid to do it in a pandemic. Second of all, just... <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say. It's just... I'm just laughing. It's just silly. But the thing is, yeah, is I'm kind of disappointed because at first when I read it, like, I was kind of disappointed to find out it was like a Chinese restaurant in Brazil. Like, no, this is normally the things that happen in your local Burger King or something. 
<laughs> you were just thinking it was just going to be happening some like some Mackies in Charlton. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Mackies has got a bit of class. Burger King is down there. You know what I mean? I have a personal vendetta with Burger King. Yeah, they're just naff, aren't they? I I remember I went on a holiday, um, f- like ages ago, yeah. and I went to Burger King and I was like, "Hi, oh, can I have um, <clears throat> can I have a ch- cheeseburger and with, with lemonade?" Because I wanted a lemonade. It's fine, you know. Lemonades, lemonades fit. Got my lemonade and my burger. Burger was scran. Burger was fine. Tried my lemonade. They didn't give me lemonade. Oh no, Charlie! They gave me sparkling oh. water. What is wrong with them? Yeah, they gave me fucking TV static, TV static. (laughs) It tasted like my leg. It tasted like my leg had fallen asleep. I was not happy. (laughs) Jesus, it was fuming. Um, But yes, to wrap up the story, the police have opened an investigation. Well, don't go to this restaurant either, unless you're up for an orgy. Um, Anyway, back to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, there we go. Ne- ne- next week, hello, welcome to Chaz and Connor in the morning in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> We're still out here <laughs> enjoying oh, some no, good we food. Have we have to isolate in this bar in Brazil for two uh, weeks. All oh, of us and the staff. And this, what are we gonna do? <laughs> no, all jokes aside, don't go travelling. We're in a pandemic. Stay at home. Stay inside. Yeah, Thanks. have a brain. Get some on Uber Eats or something. By the way, that was not endorsed by Uber Eats. <laughs> or just, or, I don't know, just like. Oh, just take up cooking. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I've been doing. Well, not I, I, I already know how to cook. It's Connor who can't cook, but yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. I believe that wraps Ooh. up um, this week's visit to the World News Center. Um, for those people who use streaming platforms such as youtube and tiktok there's been a craze that's been going around um which i want to use this to uh, introduce the uh, the next segment oh there once was a woman who was put to see her name was barbara she was the nana of charlie the winds blew up and she got lost at sea where she punched the kraken in the face. <laughs> this is Baptist Babbling Corner. Soon may the weatherman come. Basically. Soon I, I, may Barbara at, uh, traditional pirate come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when Corona is done, she'll take your ears and go. Don't know why she's taking your ears, but yes. Put that bubble wrap down. I don't even know the words. I just know we've made the best sea shanty. If I don't see what at least one person sing that she sea shanty on TikTok, I'm gonna scream. She shanty, yes. Anyway, um, as the old corner, as the anyway. old pirate tales have said, this is Babs's bubbling corner. <laughs> um, okay, so this week, um, not really much has happened, but I have just got a quick little snippet off Nan here. Um. Miss Dodds. Lord and Saviour. There we go. <laughs> Miss Dodds, I think, maybe having to have some Botex on her forehead. Never seen so many lines on a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I 
First off, who's Miss Dodds? I have no idea. But who do we reckon Miss Dodds is? Miss Dodds. Maybe she's a maybe she's an outlaw. Yeah. Miss Dodds. She's like a rival pirate on the sea. Like a very wrinkly pirate. Yeah. Like Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean, but instead of yeah. tentacles, she's just got a load of wrinkles and like whiskers. Yeah. And she she just really yeah. needs some Botex. <laughs> but, like yeah. all it's, Pirates of Tales a, of Instead glory. of Captain Barbosa, it's Barbotex. Oh my god. <laughs> um. it's, not, it's not Blackbeard, it's just Granny Beard. <laughs> Granny Beard. <laughs> Oh, but Captain Nam's just as all, just, <laughs> just as all pirates' tales of glories come to an end, as does Babs's corner. Quick one this week, short. And yeah, simple. I did say I like it'd it. be quick. Yeah, she's not been very active, um, so we'll have to I see if we think, can entice something. We need to get. I still think we need to get her on. Yeah, one day we will. One day we will definitely. When we run out of ideas, we'll get her on. <laughs> yeah. So you may 100%. see her on next week. <laughs> um, but before <laughs> going to um, to claim the crown off you, um, I'd just like to plug um, our little charitable thing again. Yes, yes, go ahead. Um, as mentioned last week, I'm going to keep mentioning it now until it happens. Um just getting everyone ready for it. Um, me and Connor have decided to do a 24-hour stream um, to try and raise some money for uh, East Cheshire Hospice. Um, it, it holds a very special meaning to both of us. And we just thought, well, if we're gaming anyway constantly, we may as well try and put a bit of purpose to it. And this is the idea we came up with. Yeah. Um, so if there's any any specific games you want us to play or anything you want us to do while on the stream, please let us know. Once we get the uh, the page up and running, obviously we'll share it like wildfire. Um, and yeah, just try and get as as much money as as humanly possible, even if it's yeah. just like like a pound, yeah, a or less, quid or it anything. All adds up and it's all for a, a really great cause. Yeah, um, it's it's. Two weeks away now, so it seems like the best time to really start plugging it. Um, I will post a link um, very yeah. soon. Um, but yeah, and you know, just feel free to join us. It'll be on the um, also, well, Friday the 12th. Yes, yeah, so if you want to get yourself in the Valentine's mood for the weekend, <laughs> there's nothing more romantic than <clears throat> seeing me and Charlie trying to stay awake for 24 hours while playing video games. Oh, if that doesn't get your engines running, I don't know what will. We're being a bit sobby. I need to We are get a bit competitive now. Yeah, the trash gone. Trash taught me. Call me a name. <laughs> oh, spit on me. Um <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, this is not where this is going to go. Um <laughs> It's who is Smarticus. So this is our weekly quiz show where we um, we give each other questions, five questions of a chosen topic and five that are complete mystery. And we ask each person the question in hopes to get them right. And currently I am on a um, 
a one point advantage. Yeah, what are you on? I keep forgetting what it is. Was it 18, 19? I think, um, wait, hang on. Six, add six, <laughs> is 12, add the seven. Yeah, 19, 18, 19, yeah. 18, 19, yes. So, this week, same again. Um, as Charlie always says, if it's not broken, don't need to fix it. Or whatever the saying is. This <laughs> is Who is Smarticus? <laughs> this is uh, Who is Smarticus? Who, who wants to go first? Um, like I say, defending champion. You gotta go first, man. Go on then. Yeah, yeah, go on. Talk me into it. Right. Connor. You have a mystery topic this week, and your chosen topic this week was Bioshock, the games. Mm-hmm. What, wh- which one would you like first? Um, let's let's go Bioshock. Yeah, let's go, go Bioshock. With Bioshock. Yeah, okay, okay. So this is five questions based on the Bioshock games. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Question one. This is multiple choice. What nickname did the people of Rapture call Subject Delta from Bioshock 2 before he became a big daddy? Is it A, Johnny Topside, B, Subject Omega, or C, Jack Ryan? Uh, Oh, no. Could you... Could you repeat them, please? A, Johnny Topside, B, Subject Omega, or D, Jack Ryan? Uh, it was... Oh, sh... Yeah, I think you've, you've, you've got it this week. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the first, first option. Johnny Topside, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Question two. What are the main melee weapons for Bioshock and Bioshock 2? It's two items. Uh, I know one's a wrench. Mm-hmm. And the other is... Um, is it not... I thought it was just a wrench. No, there's another weapon. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Ooh, I'll give you half a point. Wrench was right. Wrench and a drill. Oh! Ah, it's kind of, yeah, right. Because yeah. you said Bioshock, I, and, and that's Bioshock 2. That's why I got confused. But yeah, I'll take half a point. I, I, right I did that. say Bioshock and Bioshock 2. Oh, of course you did. My bad. Yes, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll take I'm on one and a half. Um, question three: What is the undercity? What is the underwater city which Bioshock and Bioshock Two take place called? That'd be the city of Rapture. Well done. Two and a half. Question four: Who published the Bioshock games? Ah, uh, it was. Uh, oh, I do know this. <laughs> uh, 
Um, can I, I tell you what? Can I use my my clue here? What other games have they produced? Um, let me have a look. I can find out what other games they've done. Hmm. Let's see. Um, yeah, so they've done the NBA games, uh, Mafia, PGA, WWE, oh, Borderlands. Yes. 2K. 2K games, indeed. Yeah. Well done. 3.5. And what year did the first Bioshock game release? Is this multiple choice? No. 2011. Oh, very close. 2007. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, no, no. 3.5. Three, 3. I'll take that. I've, yeah. It was it 3.5? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 3.5. Um, okay. So it's 3.5 3. out of 5. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So that puts you that. on 22.5 at the minute. Connor, your mystery topic. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be, Chaz. Ready as I'll ever be. Your five questions this week are one-hit wonders. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, question one. Should we commence? Yeah. Nice. Who sang, You Only Get What You Give? Um, that's a. Uh, it was it the New Radicals one. It was New Radicals, yeah. That's the because when the night is falling. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, New Radicals. Uh, 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 Such a tune. <laughs> um, question two. Edison Lighthouse had a hit with blank blank, where my rosemary goes. Fill in the blanks. It's two words we're looking for. Edison Lighthouse had a hit with blank, blank, where my rosemary goes. Mm, I know the second word, but I don't know the first. There's something grows, isn't it? Maybe. It's... Gonna need an answer. Heart grows? Heart grows. Ooh, sorry, it was love grows. Ah! Oh, but love grows where my rosemary goes. Yes! Ah. <clears throat> I mean, I know I you'll the get same this one. Page, same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was happy you knew the song at least. Okay, question three. I'm adamant you've got to get this one. Finish the name of the band that had a hit with Breakfast at Tiffany's. Deep Blue. Oh, something. Yeah, well done. Um, okay, two out of three. Question four. Men Without Hats had a hit with which song? A, The Waltz, B, The Dance With Death, C, Safety Dance, or D, Dancing In The Dark? Safety Dance. <laughs> hey, three out of four. Um, okay, question five. Herbert Cowrie wanted us to tiptoe through the tulips in 1968. What was Cowrie better known as? 
Tiny Tim. Well done, man. Four out of five there. I'm gassed with that. That last one as well was just a guess, not the Tiny Tim, the one before. Yeah. What, Safety Dance? Yeah. Do you not know that song? We can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Oh! I've heard it, yeah. Yeah. It's got a bit of a synth, yeah. synth accompaniment, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, 7.5. 7.5, I'm happy with that. So that moves you up to... What were you on? 19. So that puts you up to 26.5. Nice. Okay. All right, Charlie. Your chosen topic was Star Wars. <laughs> and your mystery topic is a mystery. Okay. <laughs> Which one do you want first? Let's go with Star Wars. All right, question one. The X-Wing fighter has how many engines? Four. That's correct. Good job. Yeah. Question two. The Jedi Council consists of how many members? Is it 12? What? He's a wizard. He's got his 12. Good man. Wow. Um, what were Luke's aunt and uncle's job on Tatooine? They were moisture farmers. What? The man could not be stopped. <laughs> um, what does ATAT -AT stand for? Um, armored troop transport. No, I'm going to no. stop you there. It's all-terrain armoured transport. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And finally, Count Dooku is also known as who? Darth Tyrannus. Yes, four out of five. Good job. Uh, I, I, I didn't expect anything less, to be fair. <laughs> and your mystery question... I'm going question, about that. 80, 80. That's just because I can't spell. <laughs> uh, your mystery mystery round uh, linking linking a bit to Star Wars this mystery round is the Cold War oh okay they both have war in it alright <laughs> so the Cold War got its name because the US and USSR never directly attached each other attacked each other sorry however they did fund wars in other nations what were these indirect wars called was it the proxy wars or the undeclared wars. It was the proxy wars, wasn't it? Proxy wars, yeah. Yeah. Question seven. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1961, columns of US and Soviet tanks stared at each other down through crossing point in the Berlin Wall known as... Was it the Western Door, Checkpoint Charlie, or the Fulda Gap? Checkpoint Charlie. Checkpoint Charlie, good man. Boom. Um, the US military group responsible for firing nuclear weapons as well as detecting incoming weapons was called SAC. What does SAC stand for? SAC. SAC. 
Hmm. Can I use my hint on this one, please? Yes, you can. So your hint is gonna be a multiple, make it multiple choice. Okay. Sequential attack checklist. Seventh Airborne Colorado or Strategic Air Command. Ooh, sorry, what were they again? Sequential attack checklist. Seventh Airborne Colorado. Strategic Air Command. Was it the first one? It Sequential. was not, it was Strategic uh, Air Command. Ah, uh, I was gonna say that, but I thought that sounded a bit too basic. Question nine. <coughs> the it's question nine, isn't it? Um, I think so. I don't know. I, yeah. That's why I do them in. The, the the U.S. is a member of North American Treaty Organization or NATO, yeah. which was created during the Cold War. What group was the USSR part of? Was it the Warsaw Pact, the Global Defense Initiative? Was it the, the Warsaw Pact? It was the Warsaw Pact. Yeah. And your final question. The Polish Labour Union that advocated no non-violence and eventually brought down Poland's communist government was called what? Free Poland, Solidarity, or Gdansk Anti-Communist League? That last one. It was Solidarity. Oh, gutted. What's that, three out of five? So that's seven altogether seven man so what's that put me on 18 19 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. 25 oh my god i'm one and a half behind mm. you which means i'm still on top oh man this is wounded <clears throat> to be fair you, you you got more questions in that right than i thought you would yeah so, very well done i'll give you kudos <laughs> to that Wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's been this round of Who is Smarticus for the fourth <laughs> week in a row. It's me, Connor Wise from Coney Island Preachers, a.k.a. Spider-Man, a.k.a. Smarticus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moment over. It's time for a special guest. Well, hang on. We don't know what you want for next week yet. Ah, Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, what would you like for um, your next week's topic? Here we go. Um, Green Day. Green Day, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Joe, you know I'm going to join yeah, you on I'll that. Let's Day. go with bands. <clears throat> um, Go on, if you're going with one of your oldest obsessions, I'll go with one of my oldest obsessions. Let's have a questions, uh, questions on Oasis. So there we go, guys. Next week, expect questions on Green Day, Oasis, and two mystery topics. Yes, exactly. I hope you, I hope you guys play along with us as well. I know um, someone does, little <laughs> Daisy Duke. Um, she plays along with us. But yep, that's another week of Who's Smarticus? And yet again, I am not Smarticus. And this week on the Chaz and Connor in the Morning podcast special guest segment, we've had 
the Stockport Spider-Men. We've had Velt and Jay Lishka. We've had Kira and Ewan from the Swan with Two Necks. Hashtag keep that swan swimming. <laughs> and now we're going to take a journey to um, a factory where there's a chocolate river. And on that chocolate river is a man. It's not Willy Wonka. It is, in fact, Oliver Dunn, a.k.a. Ollie the Chuck. Hello, Ollie. Thank you for coming Wee. on the podcast. There we go. Thank you for coming hey. down, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Connor and Charlie. It's great to be here. And there, so how are you doing? How's your day going? I'm really well, thank you very much. Yeah, really busy, busy today so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's all very chocolatey. I'm by the Chocolate River, you know, I'm, I'm Canal Side High Lane. So I'm uh, I'm keeping busy making all the chocolate products and got the Umpa Lumpers in the back looking after those as well. Nice. It's all good. Don't let HMRC <laughs> hear about that. <laughs> yeah they're they're being looked after yeah so it's ollie wonka and the umpa lumpers canal side high lane and uh yeah you you've seen it here connor so you know what we do and anything and everything made out of chocolate yeah well i guess that takes us (laughs) on to our our next question for the people at home who, who haven't clocked on yet who are you and what do you do Yes, well, my name is Ollie, uh, or Oliver Dunn, Oliver Chalk, whatever you want to call me, and I'm a chocolatier. Um, I've grown up surrounded by chocolates in the family business, which is called Simon Dunn Chocolatier. Um, Mum and Dad make the chocolates in the shop and in the back in their little chocolate factory next door, so we call it Chocolate Street. And I've got a party room, so I'm just literally recording in here right now, and um, Normally, this is where I do the chocolate making parties. Obviously, I've had to had to pivot, had to adapt in the last twelve months with the pandemic. So everything I do now is virtual. So I provide virtual chocolate making, uh, which is quite exciting because it means that I connect with people from all around the world, different countries. I've been doing quite a lot of work in America, just literally broadcasting live classes and sending the kits far and wide. So um, the kits consist of the chocolate, the mold, the piping bags, etc. And yeah, it's very much a different business than it was 12 months ago. Yes. So like being a chocolatier, that obviously is every kid's dream. Like, but I mean, I, how did it sort of really how did your journey sort of begin and when you really decided that's what you wanted to be well i was i was 17 years old i was at college i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life um my my dad said you know if you want to come work for me then you know i can he was he just moved into his unit in high lane in stockport at the time and you know he, he had some work for me which was great i just thought it'd be a temporary thing to be honest and I, I didn't know that would be my path necessarily but as soon as i joined the family business which is simon dunn chocolatier um i got uh, you know soon developed a passion for it and realized that the the possibilities were endless when it comes to things that you can make with chocolate things that you can do with it and, and every day is different um i was i was constantly feeling inspired and we were constantly sort of challenging ourselves to come up with new product ideas, etc. So yeah, that's where it all started for me. Was was working in the family business with my mum and dad, which was great. And um, 
My dad opened up several shops, so that was quite an exciting journey, really, at the time. And that was 20 years ago that I started. Um, in 2005, I started doing chocolate making parties, which uh, just, you know, I, I saw a gap in the market for kids' birthdays and entertaining groups of people with chocolate by showing them how to get creative themselves with it. Um, so I sort of winged it, pretending that this was something that I, I knew uh, how to do it was a completely <laughs> new thing to me when it came to like <laughs> entertaining more people than a KFC. completely yeah exactly <laughs> um it was a really scary time just like turning up at somebody's house with a box full of chocolate molds and uh you know going in there to entertain people but it seemed to work well and i learned what people liked and what they what they reacted to and whatever they didn't react to i would i would change and uh, refine this process over the years and um yeah, it, pr it proved to be really successful. Uh, managed to train up about 25 people around the country and built quite a little business with it. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, you know, obviously had to make some significant changes last year, but it has been a really interesting journey for sure. Well, because we did, um, before the apocalypse happened, we did a, a corporate event, didn't we? <laughs> uh, so that, that was my first time seeing you yeah. not make chocolate, because obviously I've been in the chocolate room. We've done stuff together and whatnot but it was my first time seeing you with total strangers and i must say it's it was yeah. just how people can be brought together by something like chocolate is just it's crazy exactly. not crazy in a bad yeah. way but it's just it, it's just really fun it's interesting isn't it yeah i mean that's the you, you've seen me there sort of presenting to a group of people keep keeping them in, you know, giving them facts on how chocolate's made, showing them the cocoa pod, the beans, keeping them engaged, really, making sure they're having a bit of fun, piping chocolate moustaches on the faces and, you know, just getting stuck in and, and making memories, really. I mean, it's the chocolate is a great thing. Everybody loves, loves chocolate. As soon as you say the word, um, it puts a smile on people's faces. Um, so it's a powerful product. And, uh, yeah, I'm very grateful to be able to work in that industry but um yeah I've, I've taken it in a slightly different direction with with what i do kind of creating experiences but also memories i think that that's what it's all about for me is making memories for people making people feel good 100 percent, yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean that's that's just uh, just uh, the perfect drive to make you get up every morning and go and do what you love really um, yeah 100 percent. other than making memories you've also been trying to make some changes um for some people's lives, i.e. charitable work. Um, I like how you slurred that in, Charlie. <laughs> well played, son. Well played, indeed. <laughs> it's as if we've been planning, planning that. I've been planning that in my head. Through him talking, I was like, oh, I've got a perfect line for this. And then, perfect and way to swerve this in. <laughs> nice. What a man. Nice. Well I've been done. waiting. <laughs> so, yes, it's a real Ollie. skill. It's a real skill. <laughs> Fill us in with what you've been doing for the Seashell Trust. Well, we, we, we've accomplished a Guinness World Record, which I'm delighted to say. Uh, still can't quite believe it, but it's always been something I've wanted to do. And we did a virtual event on the 5th of December with the Seashell Trust. They are a charity based in Stockport that look after children with severe disabilities. And, you know, they have an incredible facility giving these the, the students there um, confidence and skills and just kind of helping build them up and, and to sort of let them go on and um, get jobs and, you know, 
integrate a little bit more into community. A lot of it is to do with with communication. So it's it's inspiring what they do, and and the fact that I've been there to see that um, firsthand certainly made um, kind of inspired me to to want to do something for them. So yeah, we, we did the the biggest virtual chocolate making and uh, we had over 500 people all making chocolate lollipops at the same time in an online hangout space. And uh, yeah, we, we did it and we raised lots of money in the process. So I was... I was chuffed to bits. Amazing. Well, do you want to uh, do you want to give us a uh, if I add a drum roll roundabout now? Do you want to give <laughs> okay. us a, a grand total as to how much you raised for the Sea Trust? It's it's oh, there. Oh. I promise you. When you listen to this back, you'll hear it. You'll hear a drum roll. <laughs> okay, I can feel it. I can feel it. Okay, and uh, it is thirteen and a half thousand pounds. Wow. Nice. Yes, it's a big big total. Really chuffed. I mean, I think we raised about seven and a half thousand pounds in um, kit sales. Um, as I, I donated a percentage of the, the kit sales and then we had lots of uh, very generous donations on the on the night as well and uh, yeah lots of yeah very very generous people out there so really grateful that for everybody who got involved and it was really nice to give people something to do during you know the, the, the period we've been through and the challenges that we've had of being kind of locked in our homes and so it was an experience for people a memory for people you know a positive memory from 2020 which I'm really proud of and uh yeah you know money for a great cause yeah well i know you and you and uh, you and kim your your wife have been doing um sorry i said i said kim your wife as if that made it sound like you don't know she's your wife <laughs> kim, she's your wife by the way i mean for the people listening at home kim is ollie's lovely wife um, shout out to kim hey there we go you guys have been doing um saturday chuck live do you want to talk a bit more about that yeah, I mean, at the beginning of lockdown, we, we came up with this idea of selling chocolate making kits, just again, give, giving people something to do and experience with chocolate at home with the families and also, you know, for special occasions and things like that. And uh, it went down a tree and we uh, we thought, well, you know what, let's let's do some live videos where we show people how to use the kits and, uh, you know, get people actually using the kits live with us so it feels like we're having a little bit of an interaction so um we, we did that and people seem to love it and then we, we managed to get an, a weekly slot arranged on facebook so every saturday 11 o'clock it was saturday chalk live with kim and ollie and every week we would either use one of our kits or we'd simply a, a recipe crispy cakes hot chocolate chocolate milkshake um we did all sorts and um yeah it, it, it seems to have been something that people have enjoyed and looked forward to and we it's kept us sane as well do you have like a a favorite thing or the most weirdest bizarre thing that you've you've made out of chocolate well in over the years yeah definitely i mean um I think at one point we, we thought to ourselves, people ask us this question quite a lot and um, the weirdest request was something like a meerkat on its on its hind legs. <laughs> it was as, what was as specific as that as well, literally, it had to be on its hind legs. Um, but um, then we, we set ourselves a challenge one day to create a life-size sculpture of David Beckham. As um, you do. As you do, yeah. It was, um, I think I think he just picked up his 105th cap for England, if I remember rightly, uh, many years ago now, and, and before we had all these tattoos. So it saved us a lot of work, to be honest. That, um, but but yeah, it was it was great fun. We, it, if you think Madame Two Swords, but in chocolate, it was a full-on chocolate sculpture. 
six foot tall, a lot of chocolate, and we had to sculpture it to make it look like him. Uh, we, we did all right with it, considering sculpturing isn't really our thing. It was it was good to push ourselves to do something a little bit different. I can't decide which one I'd rather have, a giant chocolate bar of David Beckham or a meerkat on its hind legs. Well, Charlie, yeah, because one, it was your it? birthday last week, if you turn around directly behind you, you have a, li- a life-size <laughs> chocolate statue of a meerkat dressed up like David Beckham. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, buddy, for last week. Or whenever your birthday was, I don't Thank remember. You. You're welcome. Very sweet, very sweet. <laughs> If, um, if you could set yourself, if you could set yourself a challenge to like no no limits, no like holding back to make something mm. chocolate that you've not already made, what would you make? A Batmobile. Oh my! <laughs> to the point, Ollie, I'm, ha- I'm happy. With, I'm, you are you are you are the you are the Batman to my my Joker. <laughs> the, yeah, absolutely. For the uh, fundraising, the Stockport Spider-Man of the first week, we all had a big group meet-up, and myself and Ollie were the Batman and Joker, so chasing me round from High Lane to Disley on his little bat scooter. <laughs> yeah, we, we've made we've made some great memories uh, during this very strange time, haven't we? Dressing up and just trying to lift people's spirits and, and help Stockport Spider-Man raise money so that's been uh, another thing yeah batman is an alter ego of mine as well <laughs> so, so i'm so i'm spider-man slash joker ollie you're batman slash willy wonka charlie <laughs> there we go we need oh. to pick we need to pick you a character and drag you on one of these fundraisers i i for some reason i vibes from you mate i don't know why getting what vibes poison ivy you know like um the, the one with the plants <laughs> and the red hair. Yeah, I, know, I, I do know who Poison Ivy is. I was just trying yeah. to think, where, where have you pulled that one from? <laughs> um, I, I wasn't expecting it. I, I, have to be honest, you know, I wasn't expecting it's it, the, it's, Charlie. It's, it's the legs. I think it's the legs, Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, we, but we should, like, I'm going to convince Charlie to dress up in some form of costume. Probably won't be Poison Ivy, but... I was going to say, I don't think Kirk Bain is very child-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go, I'll tell you what, we'll go for a runner on Disney. You could be Kirk Bain and I'll be Courtney Love and we'll absolutely smash it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Coming to a street near you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, we would be just like Kurt and Courtney for this next segment because, as much as we love each other, we're also going to go head to head with each other now. We are indeed. Hopefully, it doesn't end in the same oh. way. Please. Presenter. Well, shall I tell the listeners what this challenge was then, boys? Please do. You go ahead, <laughs> my friend. So, so I will tell you. So, Connor and Charlie have gone head to head to create a chocolate bar using one of my chocolate bar making kits. Available at Oliver Chocolate. Whatever your website, OliverChoc.co.uk or whatever it is. That's it. That's it. Hey. Hey. And um, they have both created some amazing chocolate bars, which um, I had to take a look at and choose my favourite or which one I thought was the best. And I kind of wimped out because um, <laughs> I, I didn't want to, you know, it's, I find it very difficult to 
disappoint one of you guys. So I put it out to my Instagram followers on my stories and did a little poll. Um, both bars were absolutely brilliant. Great branding. Um, tell us a bit about yours, Connor. So uh, for those who have been listeners since day one, um, on Connor's Beer Corner, the bar that we go to in my mind is called Puzzles. And I'm making a chocolate bar. And I think you can see where I'm going with this branding, but this is Connor's Bar called Puzzles. And it was a chocolate bar with marshmallows on the inside because I'm quirky like that. And it had pretzels and honey roasted peanuts on the outside because I'm a gangster. Ooh. <laughs> is what is what a second place person would say. Speaking of second place, Charlie, what did you make, buddy? Yes, I will leave second place for you and step up onto the podium. Um, <laughs> so, huzzah! My bar is called the Go Ed Bar. Right? Why is it called Go Ed? Because when you see someone eating it, you say Go Ed. Gives a bit of that. Please. No, I didn't want. I didn't want to take too many risks. I wanted to go with what I know works and what I know is just a banging taste. So I went with um, Lotus Biscoff pieces, crumbled into the back of mine and drizzled some of the white chocolate over that. Because who wouldn't say go ahead, get a bit of that at that? Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> sorry, sorry did I, are you on just... Oh. Uh, no. I'm trash talking, but I, this is to pe- people that are voting. It was a tough one, boys. I have to say, they both look great, um, and I'm sure they tasted great too. I'll take your word for it. I didn't get to sample any. I'm sure they've gone by now, though. Very yeah. much gone, yeah. Yeah, Very inhaled. So. One bite. So, should I tell you who won? Please. Beforehand, I just want to say, Charlie, I love you with all my heart and soul. <laughs> if slash when I do win... We're still going to be best mates. Um, do you have any words for me? Um, Good sportsmanship. <laughs> double points, by the way. Um, I don't know. Um, beefy Burt reference. <laughs> um, no, let's, <laughs> let's move on with it. <laughs> well, it was a very close one. It was 60-40. 60%. Oh! Ooh. Ooh, I don't Ooh. like where this is going. 60% of the voters chose Charlie's Go Ed Bar. Oh. 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 I demand a recount. I demand a recount of the vote. <laughs> it was it was not a fair vote. It was close. 60-40. You know Sorry, what? Connor. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. Do right. Connor. You, you may good. have <laughs> you may have kept the Smarticus crown this week, but I have yeah. the chocolate crown. You know what? I shouldn't have done so much trash talking because it's just Carmis <laughs> caught, caught up with me. <laughs> so I owe you some of my holy grail, Charlie. I will get some of that to you oh, as your yes. prize. Ah, Charlie, oh, you're in fridge. Buzzing with, with that. The holy grail. Just tell the listeners at home very quickly what the holy grail is because it... Oh, ooh, well, chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to make this chocolate for, for events and just kind of like pour out the, the milk chocolate and put sea salt and 
fudge pieces, popping candy, crushed Oreo, and then just cut it up into great big shards and hand it out at events. And people used to say to me, you know, where can I get this chocolate? At the time, I didn't sell it. So I thought, you know, this is crazy. People keep asking me for it. Uh, and people were getting literally hooked on it. And they were messaging me saying, look, you know, I need some more of this chocolate. I, where can I get it? So I was meeting people, uh, you know, in car parks in the dark with like a <laughs> sealed plastic bag of this holy grail. And I thought to myself, uh, yeah, it's quite... Um, all these all these addicts now it's quite dangerous but it, but people want this stuff so um so it's, it's called the holy grail and you can you can guess why it's just very very moorish and and definitely my signature chocolate so um we do that and we do the that's that comes in jars and we do bandana bars as well so the the wrapper is a bandana and um connor knows this because you've actually tried every one of the, the bandana bars yeah i've got i've got i've got a collection of I've got a myriad of bandanas and little cards with Spotify links on them. It's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so each bar is named after either a song track or a lyric in, in a song. Um, and it forms a playlist. So each bar's got the Spotify QR code on it. And um, yeah, it's all inspired by music. So my chock and roll playlist. The music I like listening to whilst I'm making them, basically. Well, that that Sounds that like goes. Um, that's the answer for my next question. I was going to say, do you just constantly listen to the oompa loompa <laughs> while you while it's, you're making to get yourself? Yeah, the, the original uh, G- Gene Wilder, Pure Imagination. That's yeah. going to be my most uh, played song on Spotify. Uh, but yeah, I love it. I, mean, I love music. It definitely motivates me, inspires me sort of uh, whilst I'm here making stuff during the day. And uh, so much so that I thought I, w- I would name some chocolate bars after some of my favourite songs. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, I think you've given us so much, Charlie. It just begs the question now of what could we give you? Connor, what do you think we could give to Ollie? <laughs> you don't have to give me the guys. <laughs> His silence says it all. Oh, do you want? Gone. Sorry, I disconnected. Then do you want to ask ask that one more time? <laughs> um, I'll try again because Ollie's given us so much just by coming on here, but also with the bars and stuff. I think we give him something back. So, what do you think we should give him, Connor? Well. I would offer a crisp high five from both of us, but you can't do that from a two meter distance. I would offer you um, a chocolate Batmobile, but you're the chocolate one here and I'm not good at art. So instead, you can have a mug with our mugs on it. Oliver Dunn, would you like a Chaz and Connor in the morning mug? Oh, wow. Thank you so much, guys. Privilege. I'm going to be sat enjoying a nice um, nice Americano in one of those or a cup of tea, Canal Side High Lane. It's like the FA Cup, but not pointless. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm very excited. Thank you. I'm touched, actually. (laughs) Yeah, well, Connor, that'll be your job. So, yeah, God. Yes, as soon as I can can get them made, it'll be on its way to you. Okay, thank you very much. Complimentary Chaz and Connor mug. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Now, I think that uh, wraps up this week's episode, Charlie. Do you? Oh, I think it does, Connor. It does indeed. 
But yeah, Ollie, thank you very much for coming on the uh, Chaz and Connor in the Morning podcast. It's been emotional. It's a pleasure. Thank you. It has been emotional. Guys, thank you very much for having me. I've really oh, enjoyed thank it. You for coming down. It's, it's been a true pleasure to have good you luck. on with us. Nice one, guys. Keep up the good work and I look forward to hearing the forthcoming episodes. Indeed, Fantastic, indeed. everybody. Well, Charlie, I think um, that just leaves us with uh, one more thing to say. Of course it does. We've just got to say uh, one more ta ta from me. And ta ta from me. Ollie, you got to give us a ta ta <laughs> I'll give you a ta from me. Amazing. <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Thanks, guys. Peace, love, chop and roll.